0: So we're going to start with a video, but I want to set it up for you guys. So you're going to see a clip in just a second that came from Joss, Nigeria, this week. Joss, Nigeria. And, of course, those of you who have been around Church of the Holy Spirit know that Archbishop Ben Kwashi is the Archbishop of Nigeria. He's one of several archbishops. And he oversees a ridiculous number of people, a million people or something. Who knows? Um, And he had cancer, and he came here, and his wife, mama, and they stayed in our house for eight months, and everybody goes, oh, you guys are so spiritual for having people in your house for eight months. I'm looking at people right here that have had people in their house for two years, so eight months, that's a flick. But what I want to tell you is, you know what? It was just the Lord. Like, I'd love to claim some credit. If I could claim any credit, I would just grab it. All I wrote is like, Ben, you have cancer, get your butt over here. That's as spiritual as it was. And after eight days, he sent me a list of 14 questions asking all these details. I'm like, man, I'm not a detail guy. Just come. You're going to die if you just come. He did, and it saved his life. But what I want you to notice is they feed 500 kids every day, and they really consider them their kids. But of those 500, 74 live in their home. And some of you go, wait a minute, Quig, a month ago you said 72. That's right, it was 72, but they added two while they were here. And so I want you to see these kids. These kids are all throwaway kids, kids with AIDS, kids with cleft palates, kids who – one kid was – his whole family was killed by Muslims, and he was on a garbage dump for over 24 hours, and everybody was dead on top of him. He was two years old, and they call him God bless. These are the kids who missed their parents for eight months, and the scene you're going to see, while it's not – Great in terms of cinematography. It is awesome in terms of the joy you're going to see. I want you to see generosity at work. Go, roll tape. So there were many more, and there were a lot of of Mama and Ben dancing and all that. Uh, I couldn't show you everyone because this is a 15-minute segment is what they tell me. Um, I can't even get through my opening in 15 minutes. But um, what I want you to understand is the reason those kids celebrated and the reason they were filled with joy is because more than a handful of people gave, they donated services. Like We had doctors, several doctors, I think four doctors who donated their services completely free. We had doctors that worked with the hospital to knock the fee down to something that we could raise money for. We had um, people praying around the world, maybe 3,000 people praying night and day, night and day, night and day. And it's because of the generosity of people, whether nurses or doctors or people who prayed, that those kids got to celebrate. And this is the hard part. Those are throwaway kids. They're all throwaway kids. Could you imagine if the people that were generous that made that happen had not just, it was just a regular day when they stepped forward, what would it have been like if those people hadn't have stepped forward? Nobody compelled them to, but what if they hadn't have had an open hand and been generous? I see those same kids. It's kind of like Ebenezer Scrooge, right? It's kind of like a tale of two cities. Could you imagine in a world devoid of Christian generosity or any generosity, generosity, these kids would have been receiving a casket at their house. That, that's what they would have received. But instead, because of the Lord, they're rejoicing. And friends, they are so, so happy. And I want to tell you as we go to our scripture real quick that Archbishop Ben and Mama Gloria have lived a life, a married life of what, at 35 years? 35 years together. They're extremely generous. And I, I tell you this. I'm not to, they're not here, so I'm not going to embarrass them. They make $7,000 a year. On $7,000 a year, they spend over $15,000 a month on housing, feeding, clothing, schooling. They're 74, but also feeding seven days a week, 500 people. And, you know, the scripture says, for those who are generous, God will be generous. So I want to look in Proverbs just real quick. And you guys have some great questions Heck, half the time, I, I don't even look at them because we get engaged in some deep spiritual conversation at our table, but the questions are there. Uh, let's look in Proverbs. So in Proverbs, I totally ripped off these headings. There's a, a couple things we learn in Proverbs. I read the whole book of Proverbs this week. It wasn't that sacrificial. It wasn't war in peace, okay? It, it wasn't like reading, you know, some tome this big, but it still took time. But I wanted to know every place where Proverbs mentioned generosity or greed. I just want to see for myself. Because what if you start preaching and you, you missed two-thirds of them? So number one the thing we learn from Proverbs, generosity is a path to blessing. Generosity is a path to blessing. Ben and Gloria live, lived and live and will live a life of generosity. And now they're recipients of it. Could you imagine being somebody in a country that where you make $7,000 a year and a bunch of people you hardly know donate $300,000 of services? Like, that's beyond. And yet, so here, here's the proverb. Proverbs eleven twenty four: 24. One person gives freely, and yet he gains even more. Ben gained his life back. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly and becomes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever, ref, whoever refreshed others We'll be refreshed. And I think you know that. A lot of people go, oh, quick and that, y'all, you know, whatever. It's like, no, guys. It wasn't like they put us on a stretching rack. Like, we didn't leave all tired. Oh, boy, they were so difficult. No. And that, when they left, she goes, I really miss them. They were a joy. They changed our lives. They're a forever family. And, and the reality is, friends, when you have an open hand, I promise you, it's not like God is putting you on a stretching rack. It's not that at all. He really wants to invite you into his joy. The joy that you saw in that video, and even the joy you didn't see in the other videos that were, was even greater, that's what the Lord wants us to walk in and live in and not be this uptight you know, person trying to control everything and manage, and so I don't run out. Let's look at another proverb. I love this one. Listen to this. It's really good if you have grandkids. A good man leaves an inheritance... A good man, good woman, good man, leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Don't you wish you'd known the Bible when you were a kid and you could have told that to your grandparents? <laughs> I'm not suggesting we need to leave a wad to our kids because, you know, that can be its own problem. But, but what Proverbs is describing is, again, when you're generous, it is a pathway to blessing. That's true in Joss, Nigeria. It's true here. Now, Here's a great quote I I ripped off from the internet. It says, stingy and greedy people see the world as a pie. And being a kid who grew up with a twin sister and fighting over pieces of pie, and hers is bigger, no, mine's bigger, no, you're bigger, we almost got a fist fight, you know. And my mom says, okay, stop, 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 here's a knife, cut it. One of you cut it, one of you get to pick. Dear Lord, we had to pull out the nanometer. It was like an hour-long thing. It's like I started to cut it, I was like, no, she's getting like a smidge more than me. And just couldn't find the right line. So what it's saying here is stingy and greedy people see the world as a pie and there are only so many pieces to go around. If they give away what they have, they believe that they will have less. So they hoard and protect their wealth. Generous people see the world through the lens of anticipation and gratitude, while the greedy see the world through the lens of scarcity. And so the first point from Proverbs is generosity is the path to blessing. I hope you know that. If you don't, it's true. Number two. This is a great one. The generous lend to the Lord. Now, you may say, what are you, a televangelist? I want all you guys to plant your seed of faith. How about $1,000 to have a $5,000 seed of faith? You give it to me, it'll be multiplied 50 times 100 times 1,000 fold. And I believe in those principles in Scripture. What I don't believe is that God wants it to go to the third jet for the televangelist. Or to buy new rotors for his third helicopter. I just don't think that's the way God wants his money invested. Especially when kids in that city are starving to death or being abused. I just, I don't get it. That's just pure greed. And so, but, but the principle in Proverbs found over and over again is the generous lend to the Lord. And how can we lend to the Lord? Because he's not right here. I can't touch him. Proverbs 19, 17 says this. Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord. Whoever's kind to the poor lends to the Lord. You know, if I was a guy at Tanglewood Mall with a sign, that's what I would have on my sign. The rescue mission actually says do not give them money. They make $37,000 a year. The rescue mission can buy a meal for about, what, 35 cents? I don't know how they do it. It's magic. It's a magic box. Who knows? But if you give somebody out of the goodwill of your heart, you know, just flip them a $100 bill and you feel so great about yourself, it may go for a good cause or it may just go for drugs. We've given money from church of the Holy Spirit to people, like people that grew up in our church. And you know what they did? Put it right up their nose. And so we don't do that anymore. We work through credible Christian ministries or even through our own benevolence committee. But the bottom line is we don't want to use that as an excuse not to give. In Proverbs 31, we see an example of a woman. You've heard of the Proverbs 31 woman? If not, it's great. You should read it. It says, she, this godly woman described in Proverbs 31, she opens her hand to the poor and she reaches out her hand to the needy. Now, this woman described in Proverbs 31 was actually a businesswoman. So all you guys think that women can't work. It's a man's place to work. I like to work. You men like to work. But there's nothing in the Bible that suggests women can't work. Memo, they're smart. Memo, they know how to juggle more balls than most guys, right? They do. And we have an example in Proverbs 31 of a woman who did take care of her house. You can read it. But she also, she also did business. And in the midst of that, guess what she did? She had the eyes and ears to see and hear the poor and to reach out her hand in love to bless them. So there's, a, there's an example. So the first point, again, was uh, the generous, the generous, uh oh, hello, here we go. The the, uh, generosity is a pathway to blessing. Number two, the generous lend to the Lord. The last one is uh, the generous like Jesus have kingdom ears. Now, that's the weirdest thing in the world. I I grew up when I was a kid and I had big ears. I didn't know I had big ears until I went to grade school. Right? Do you ever go to grade school and everybody says, son, you have a great voice or you're really this or you're really that. And you go to grade school and some cruel kid in elementary school says, you have big ears or you have a big nose. I never knew I had ears that stuck out like Dumbo. I just never knew that. You can tell I'm over it. (laughs) Right? So here's the point. It says, The generous like Jesus have kingdom ears, and they are quick to listen to the cry of the most poor. Again, not to shucksters, not to people who are trying to get something for nothing, not for people who refuse to work when they're healthy. But the generous like Jesus have kingdom ears, quick to listen to the cry of the poor. Here's three Proverbs Proverbs 21, Proverbs 14, Proverbs 19. Here we go. Whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor, they will also cry out and not be answered. And so it's not like just some random thing. Like, if you do this and go, well, yeah, you know, I know like 168 kids in Roanoke City are homeless. I know there are kids in our city that go to bed hungry every night. I fasted a few times. I hate it. I hate being hungry. Imagine if that was your daily deal. And it says, if you. If you shut your ears to the cry of the poor, you, want, you eventually will eventually cry out and no one will answer. It may not happen on this earth. It doesn't say that. But it says there will be a day you're going to cry out for mercy and there will be none. That's a warning because God loves us. Another proverb says, whoever oppresses a poor man insults his maker. But he who is generous to the needy honors the Lord. Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord himself. And didn't Jesus say the same thing? We're in Proverbs, but didn't Jesus say it? He said, I tell you the truth. As you do it unto the least of these my brothers, you've done it to me. Friends, could it be more clear? Could the Bible be more coordinated? Proverbs and Jesus in sync. Okay, last one. Greed, because we were, we got two minutes left. Um, actually, as I read all, how many Proverbs are there? I forget. That was rhetorical. 31. And there, are how many days in a month? 30 or 31. So do you see a pattern you might find for reading Proverbs if you wanted to? You could read one proverb a day, right? One proverb a day. What if you wanted to read Psalms? How many Psalms are there? A bunch. 150. Divide that by 30. How many would that be a day if you wanted to read through the Psalter? Five a day and one proverb a day. If you don't know how to read the Bible, that's a great way to do it, Okay. So, what does the Proverbs teach about greed? Actually, greed is really the opposite of generosity. To be greedy, you don't have to be Ebenezer Scrooge. You don't have to be that. Greed is when you're not generous. There are a lot of us who go, well, I ain't greedy. I mean, when I go to a restaurant, man, I tip. Oh, yeah, really? I've seen your tip. You gave 15% in a Christian track. You know, when I was a server, I couldn't stand people like you. You know, save your track. If you love Jesus, show me. Don't leave me a track. There are a lot of Christians. I'm telling you, if you're a believer tonight, next time you go to a restaurant, start at 20%. Start at 20%. Don't give them a track. If you want to say, God bless you, that's great. But let's make up for the Christians who are tight. So, so what Proverbs is basically saying is just one main point on greed. The main point is, he says in like three different places, don't use unequal weights or scales. Don't use an unequal weight or scales. Now, now, a lot of you guys, do you ever use a weight or scale? I have one, and I don't like it. You know why? It lies. I get on that thing. I mean, in one day, I get on it, and I'm like, okay, I haven't had a drink of water. I don't have my clothes on. I don't have my watch on. I don't have my glasses on. I got nothing on, and you gain three pounds in a day, you're lying. Here's the the point Proverbs was getting to. Some clever fellow back in the old days, he was selling grain or corn or something. And all of a sudden he said, you know what? I want to make a little more profit. So rather than work harder, right, or work longer, he decided, I'll cheat people. And so he figured a way to rig his scale or to change the weights. If it said, you know, one ounce, he would shave it. Anyway, he, he did trickery so when he would weigh grain that you would come to buy from him, he was ripping you off, but you didn't even know it. And let me give you an example. And don't worry, Tim, I'm almost done. So here's the example. How many of you guys like coffee? Good coffee. Yeah, I love it. I, I roast my own beans. I love it. You know, back in the old days, the old days. You know those old days. The old days they used to give you a bag of coffee. How many ounces were in that bag of coffee? I don't know. I just buy it. It's you know, it's 13.99. I just pick it up and go. It used to be a pound. Do you know what they did about five years ago? Maybe seven years ago, they changed it to 12 ounces. Y'all didn't even notice. They're ripping you off. Like a four ounces of you know, how much is that math wise? Is that 25 percent? I don't know. Okay, that's exactly what the guy in Proverbs was doing, and God says He hates it. It's an abomination. And so Proverbs talks about generosity and greed. Proverbs talks about two women who call your name: wisdom and folly. Wisdom speaks and calls out, be generous as Jesus is generous. Because if you're generous, you're going to enter into the master's joy. And if you're tight-fisted, you're going to be a miserable, miserable, lonely person. That's what's going to happen. Now, here's where we're going to end. We're going to do do a parable here. So if you have a hand or hands, if you don't, try your feet. Okay. (laughs) All right, so you got two hands. Now, this is kind of weird, but what I want you to do is I want you to ball your fist up like you mean business. Like maybe like you've got like a, the crown jewel or you've got a $1,000 bill and your grandkids are all coming around you and they're going to try to pull it out of your hand. You ain't letting it out. So go ahead. I want you to squeeze as tight as you can without passing out. And I want you to hold it for at least 40 seconds. Squeeze. Tighter, 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 tighter. Can you feel it? Hold on. You ain't even there yet. Tighter. You need tight. I'm talking about tight. I'm talking about when you go to the doctor. He says, let's see how much strength you got in your leg. Okay, got you. Okay, you feel it? It's so starting to cramp. Tighter. Tighter. Now open it. That's a parable for being generous. This is stingy. This is cramped and miserable and terrible. This is freedom. In Proverbs, wisdom calls us to freedom. Wisdom calls us to joy. Wisdom calls us away from stinginess. I think at your table, you're going to have some very probing questions. I hope you guys will really get into it with one another.